It's an age-old question. Who am I? And we can respond with a name, but that's not who we are. We're not a name. We're not a number. You could pull out a picture or maybe even a video, but we're not a picture. We're not a video. Who are we? Who am I? That age-old question, who am I? You're listening to the This Light Shines podcast, episode four, Who Am I? I find it fascinating that people will sometimes look outside of themselves for solutions to problems they have inside. And certainly we can see that play itself out when it comes to things like drug dependencies, but it can play itself out in other ways. For example, in abusive relationships where you have one partner making aggressive demands of the other, it's as though they are projecting this energy that says, you must do what I want in order to achieve equilibrium within the mind of the abuser, that disequilibrium, that imbalance that they have inside must somehow be pushed out into the world. What I see underlying this, what I see underneath, is a failure to recognize where I end and the rest of the world begins. It's as though an ego reaches out to try to possess either all or part of another being. And this is not, uh, this is not in balance. This is not the way things should be. If you've ever dealt with individuals like that, it's as though they're not conscious. It's as though they're working directly from their subconscious. It it's boils out into the world. And it's that disconnection with self that is the real root of the problem here. Where does our sense of self come from? And how does it develop over time? I think of childhood as a time when your sense of self is something that is, it, it, your mind is like a big sponge and it just soaks up everything in your environment. And that includes the good stuff as well as the bad stuff, the meaningless stuff as well. But as we grow, we become more independently minded and we develop our own sense of self that embodies those early influences, but then also integrates all those other experiences that have come along in between. When it comes to your identity, your sense of self, much of the foundation is built during childhood. And being conscious of that is important, especially if you've had a rough go of things. I think it's important to look at those 
relationships and events that happened in our early life that really helped shape us as who we are today. And to revisit those things from an adult perspective, because like I said, we're, we're like sponges when we're little and we just soak up everything around us and it goes straight into the subconscious in, in many respects. It's not only for those that may have had a, a difficult childhood, but for those positive things that, that happen as well. I think it's important to revisit those from an adult perspective if you've never done that before and to look at those players in your life and classify them accordingly. I don't believe you can really detach from those influences until you become conscious of them. And when I say detach, I don't mean bury it under the rug somewhere. What I mean is put it in its proper context, like you're reclassifying things. And with that adult perspective, you can see the relative importance of different things. And if we're preoccupied with some past pain or injury, and we relive it in our minds, then we're giving it life. We're making it stronger. We're not healing. We're picking at the wound and preventing it from healing. But a wound can benefit from attention as well. I suppose the difference is between looking at it and reliving it. When we look at a past transgressions against us, and we look at it in a more detached way. Often the, the bridge of years will, can help with that, but not necessarily. But if we have that detachment, that connection to our emotional center, if we can tune that down enough to fire up our minds, our intellect, and do a bit of exploration, that is healing. That is positive. So let's look at the difference between those two things, that kind of subconscious compensation that results from confusion of self, in particular the part uh, where I end is extended out too far versus being more introspective. Uh, some people go that route with their pain. Instead of pushing out into the world, they kind of suck the world into themselves. And both of them are, are a violation of that natural boundary that we have between ourselves and the rest of the world. If you've suffered abuse in your early years, those boundaries get dented. They get dented in. And you kind of are retreating back to this space inside of inside of you. And two things happen later on in life if that sticks with you. And that is when you run across someone who's similarly dented in their boundaries, 
you have an affinity for each other. You have a connection. You don't clash so much. Things kind of fit better. By the same token, neither one of you has put your boundaries out where they properly belong. Now, the other aspect to this is when you have that dent, as I like to call it, so there's a certain part of you that's open to the world. And for those types who are similarly abusive as those who created that dent in the first place, when they sense that, they will move in. Okay? So it's sort of like if you have that in you, it also attracts people that will also treat you badly. You just This is why getting our boundaries in their proper place is just so damned important. And let's face it, even if you've had a good upbringing and you never suffered any significant abuse, you still need to be conscious of where your boundaries are, where you end, where other people begin, and where other people end, and you begin. The object here, as always, is to achieve balance. Balance with boundaries that make sense. And so, what are those natural boundaries? The natural boundaries to our natural sovereignty. And certainly, first and foremost, amongst those natural limits is that I own this body. This is my car and I'm driving it. And nobody else is. It's under my control. And that must be respected. Now, when transgressions occur against that, it's a crossing of the line. And the natural reaction we as human beings have when somebody imposes something like that on us, it's pain, it's revulsion. And if you've lived through anything like that, you you know what I mean. I think we probably have had it at some point in our lives to some degree. A note on those who are acting unconsciously. It's almost as though, but it's not almost, it is as though they are reacting to the world in a manner that is completely guided by their own internal conflicts. In a sense, they're living out past abuse. And are propagating it. And it's important for us as an individual, but perhaps more so as a society or a family, to be able to absorb that shit that happened in the past and overcome it and overcome it and not propagate it down the road. Because 
It's where the future lives. We got to think about the future. That's where the energy needs to go first and foremost, is towards nullifying the negative impacts that past events have had in our lifetimes. It's more important to heal yourself, to straighten out those bumps and dents in our boundaries, because that is confusion of identity. You are responsible for yourself. You are not responsible for those others. And as I said before, when we're children, we tend to be like sponges. We just soak up everything around us with no filter. And we end up taking responsibility for those things that happen to us or happen around us when, in truth, it wasn't our responsibility. But what we inherited from that is the responsibility to sort it out in a constructive way so that we don't propagate that down the road. And even for those people who would never dream of propagating the abuses they've lived in the past, also consider that we have to heal in order to close that open wound. Because as long as it's open, it leaves us vulnerable to similar forms of abuse in the future. Healing makes us stronger. You've been listening to the This Light Shines podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, if you get something out of it, support us. Click on that heart icon on your podcast player or click on the support link in the show notes. You can find all of our content at thislightshines.net. Thank you for listening, and as always, God bless.